0: Hello there, you lords and ladies of bone. Welcome to Thrones of Game. This is the Game of Thrones podcast where we watch the series backwards. If you've never heard the show before, well, let me explain there, friend. I'm sure that was a confusing introduction. My name is BT Calloway. I've already seen the entire show. And joining me, as always, is Elliot J. O'Neill, a man who had never watched a single episode of Game of Thrones until he started watching in reverse order. Elliot, how are you doing there?
1: Oh, man, that's... (laughs)
0: I had a hunch. I had a hunch you were gonna <laughs> snore on this one. Yep, we just watched season two, episode eight, Prince of Winterfell. For those of you playing at home, this is the one where it reveals that Bran and Rickon were not charcoaled to death. And um it's about it. Uh, other than some nice quotes that I'll get into. Uh but you know, let's let's dig into our question. Elliot J. O'Neill, uh, what was your most valuable part? Oh, sorry, what I did what I was saying, I skipped my first question. First question is what just happened
1: look Joseph uh, about snoring aside um this one uh, th- 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 this wasn't a bad episode by no. any means it's yeah, just it's a just moving pieces nothing episode.
0: nothing really notable happened although i guess uh rob and una get it on for the first time mm-hmm. uh, but we'll, we'll discuss that as we go
1: yeah look I, I more or less doing it for the bit but yeah i didn't hate this one by any means or really find it boring yeah. it was just a it was a talky episode a moving yeah. pieces episode yeah. so we saw pieces move
0: yeah i mean we just had a massive battle so you have to move the pieces before you do that that's it and uh you know you know the snoring sound is like a catchphrase on this show <laughs> if we ever make merch you'll just be
1: <sighs> how do you spell that Z you know that come on
0: ah right um yeah uh i mean my synopsis is mostly all of it i mean the main points other things just moving pieces like uh rob uh finding out catlin's freed the king slayer and you know uh yeah, we're very much back to the
1: ensemble show this yeah. week. And, I mean, almost to a fault because, yeah, this isn't one where I actually have a clear MVP. Of course, Tyrion mm. can probably get an award there. High pi- a hot pie guy is just giving me so much joy. Yeah. Um, so he's probably going to get MVP. But, like, we've sort of talked before about you know, uh, what goes into the editor's plan about Mm. how the stories unfold. Yeah. And this one starts out, the first half is very change, 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 change. There's a Mm -hmm. lot of different set pieces, and they're moving back and forth.
0: Yeah, it's very, this is where this character is, and this is where this person is, and this one, and this one, and this one.
1: But it's weird, because the end of the episode, I find that the episode has found its groove yet it's the series of when i was in my past and then yeah. goes into a story and that's why i'm actually giving my mvp to hot pie because yeah. his little routine undercuts that and they were the sweetest cherries of all shut the fuck up hot pie
0: yeah i was i'm literally on the same page i was like you know what we have never given props to hot pie who we've never felt feels out of place in this world as one of the few happy people ever yeah. and yeah i like his yeah his delivery of you know how to make good Cherry pie, I guess it must be. He's all like, you have to grind up the seeds, and then you bake, mm. then you dry them out, and it's just like, you're you're a good dude, pot pie. <laughs> Somehow you've managed to keep positive in all this horror. Good, good for
1: you. Yeah, and well, yeah, whoever
0: that actor is, just nailed that whole speech, which really could have felt completely out of place given everything else going on. Yeah, I thought he did a fantastic job.
1: Yeah, and especially because it was between, yeah, uh, uh, girls. Arya No no, uh, um, Gendry. Yeah, uh, Rick's wife, Rickon. No, what's his name? Fuck, Rob. No, you're
0: Rob? <laughs> who the fuck are you talking about?
1: <laughs> uh, the people who get it on.
0: Oh, oh, yeah, that's Rob Stark. And I talk about a different Rob later, which is where I think you got a little confused. Right. Uh, and I still... I don't think anyone said her name, so I'm just using the actress's name, which is Una.
1: Una, yeah. right. Well, yeah, it's between her speech and then Davos's speech. And then, um, yeah, later... Uh, yeah, it's just... It was some much-needed levity in this Mm. episode. I
0: agree. Yeah, nice little bright point. Some uh, nice yellow to go all this grey and brown.
1: Mm -hmm. Uh,
0: Yeah, we we also haven't come up with a nickname for Una either. Like, (laughs) I don't. We don't have enough to go on.
1: The Red Bride. (laughs) Uh,
0: I guess that's just that's sad. That makes me sad. Mm -hmm. (laughs) All right. Well, moving right along. Yeah. Well, it was MVP mostly covered. Um, Yeah. I want to. I want to nominate Hot Pie as well. He did. I just. (laughs) I never really noticed. Like. This guy kind of rocks. Good for you, Hot Pie.
1: Really <laughs> wish we got more of him in the series, but yeah, spin you know, off. Like, if I had to choose between the teams of, you know, Hot. Arya, Hot Pie, and that guy, yep. or Arya and the Hound, yeah, I'm going with Arya and the Hound. Yeah,
0: uh, it's definitely more interesting. And again, because we never really find out what happens to him, we get to assume he had a good life.
1: Yeah, exactly. We don't
0: find out how he died horribly.
1: <laughs> yeah, he's... We didn't come back to him later on in the series and had his mm. spirit shake uh, shattered Arya Theon. <laughs>
0: yeah, we yeah. don't have a story of uh, oh, I was making pies and then all the meat started to run out and people got hungry and they were turning to me as the only pie maker. So what could I do? I butchered that children you know no terrible story like that for him nope we get yeah. to just assume happy days for hot
1: pie i searched for years to make that pie again but <laughs> i just couldn't get the spices right mm-hmm. uh, My and i'll never have that recipe again, again. game of thrones yeah. uh, my
0: other mvp is really gonna have to go
1: to lord tywin macarthur park is melting <laughs> in the dark sorry <laughs>
0: It's all right. I know your your attachments to MacArthur parking. The meme <laughs> that never took off. Um, One day. Yep. My other MVP is going to have to go, I think, to just Varys and Tyrion back and forthing on the wall. There are so many great quotes here.
1: Delicious.
0: Ah, oh, so good. Starts off with, um, you know, Joffrey being all, oh, I'm going to be so awesome at this fighter. They say Stannis never smiles. Well, I'm going to give him a red smile. Get with, like, my sword. You know, I'm going to cut his face so it looks like you- you'll figure it out when I do it. He this goes,
1: fucking incel. I know, but I
0: also, I love his delivery on it. It's so like, oh, yeah, I'm, I get it. Do you get it? I Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm clever. <laughs>
1: No, I absolutely uh, defend the actor of Joffrey. He really knows how to play this cunt. I imagine that he studied lots of people who have a Joker profile picture in their social <laughs> media account.
0: That is 100% this kid, for sure. <laughs> uh, and then, uh, you know, he gallops off and uh, Tyrion's like, oh, imagine Stannis' terror. And Varys <laughs> just doubles up on it with like, oh, I'm trying. <laughs> uh, 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 Varys!
1: Ah, I just... Sharper than Joffrey's sword. So. I know. Oh
0: my gosh, he's awesome. So... Um,
1: I yeah. do have to ask about Varys. What yep. is this thing with his reputation as a pedophile? Like this is not. This has only come up for me in the last yeah, couple of there's, episodes. There's a
0: pass. I can't remember who says it exactly, but there's a pass where someone says, you know, ah, uh, no, it's
1: like I think I think seesaw, right? seesaw.
0: is talking to Tyrion for some reason. It says something about you know. He says something like, "Oh, I've got little boys out there, look, being my spies," and then something about, "Oh, and Varus likes them too." I don't know. Um, hmm. To be brief, I guess they always just assume because he never went after women. Sure. that he must, you know. Um,
1: but well, it's but like that's Jamie's it. assumption. They really they quickly go to the worst of people. If yeah. It's men, women, horses. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> I do like
0: yeah when we see a bit of uh, Brienne of Tarth and uh, Jim Jam Lannister getting along. Uh, that it's immediately, that's his like first riff with this woman. is yeah. just, okay, yeah, men, ladies, horses. You know the three types of sex? She's like, that's not the three types of sex.
1: <laughs>
0: um, but uh, I don't know, I get, like that's my assumption, is they're like, okay, if you don't like women, well, you must like little boys then. Yeah. Um, but then again, they all know he's a eunuch, so... Uh...
1: Yeah, well... I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's weird. We'll keep an eye out for that going backwards to see. Sorry, there's just more quotes from this scene I wanted to get through. Sure. There's a bit where uh, they talk about you know great kings and how you know King Robert was a great king and Rob Stark is will be a great king and that's because they hate the game and whereas you mm. would you enjoy the game or something like that. It's like oh yeah, that's pretty good, and then. Tyrion's fantastic T-shirt quote of, you know, there's this, the Lord of Light wants people burned, the Drowned God wants people drowned. Where's the God of tits and wine?
1: (laughs) I heard there's a place where they worship a God who has 16 tits. (laughs) Ooh,
0: 16 tits. Yeah, that's a good bit. That's such a great quote as well. And then, yeah, at the end, they're talking about, oh, but Daenerys is growing in power across the sea. Well, one game of thrones at a time.
1: Man, and really on-the-nose cut to Daenerys, of course, but also uh, the foreshadowing in that moment as well, where they're talking about Daenerys and mm. her dragons and whatever, and yeah, a fire burns uh, blurry in the foreground, while Varus is very much behind it. <laughs> like, yep. They obviously had the plan for this. Oh, they were growing up the book, of course. Never mind. <laughs>
0: yeah, I mean, that's a visual plan, though. So, mm. and again, that book has not been written. So, ah, we, we ran out of book in, like, season four, Oh, I we think?
1: did too, right.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, go Martin is very slow at writing. To be fair, they're very, very thick, but Mm -hmm. um, he also, I can't even remember when the last one was released, but it's like 2005, (laughs) like literally without exaggeration, that's probably not inaccurate. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Whatever.
1: That South Park episode of, yeah, go, Martin, go, don't worry, the pizzas are coming. It's yeah. Really, yeah, couldn't be more accurate. Well, I mean,
0: I also, that's not to say he hasn't written anything. He's written a bunch of other stuff in the oh, meantime. Yeah. And I do kind of appreciate that he's not rushing through it just because of the popularity. Yeah. It would be very tempting to go, wow, this is the biggest thing in the world right now. I can make so much money if I just start releasing books and I just knock them out the door. No, he's he's taking his time. I do appreciate that. I, the artistry of it, you know, even though, dear God, dude.
1: That's what one of the R's stands for.
0: Hmm. <laughs> artistry that's we'll figure out the other one eventually um but yeah we cut to daenerys who's all like i'm not leaving without my children and then we've got captain friendzone like they're not your children they're we're, they're dragons we have to leave without them it's like dude like four episodes later he's all like "Alici, you can't give up your dragons yeah like what the hell consistency riders come on you think no one would notice that watching this backwards mm. <laughs> yeah
1: we did man i don't know whether or not i hate the character of Jorah or the actor or something, there's just something that's never quite worked for me with him.
0: Yeah, uh, to be fair, I think it's just the character and the dialogue. Like, we've got a pretty heavy inconsistency that's maybe three, four episodes apart. Yeah. It goes from, like, you can't possibly abandon them to, no, we you you have to. We have to get out of here. So, yeah, uh, it's, it's weird.
1: Yeah, I guess that's what he is. He's just meant to be this counterpoint to denarius uh, just you know her loyal servant or whatever but. yeah
0: and i think that just speaks to the problems we have with denarius's storyline is he has to be there to be like this is all the things you're risking oh you won anyway well it's he's like trying to give not him as in the actor or the it's more the story has him there to raise the tension of the, to raise the stakes of her story which keep not having any resistance
1: yeah and i guess because his character can afford to be ill-defined because of that. Yeah. Like, I don't have a solid idea of who he is, despite, you know, a, a, a complete allegiance to Daenerys, which I guess just isn't interesting in and of itself. Like
0: yeah. he's in love with her, and that's it. Yeah. It's like, cool, 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 cool. Why? Yeah. Uh, yes. Anywho, let's move on from that to nudity. A little bit. A little bit. A little bit. Like we said, uh... You know, Una, Una Kaplan rocks up to Rob's tent. And I'm like, oh, man, the way they're talking. They're not even dating yet. They get, like, married next episode. Yeah. Or episode after. Um, yeah. And then she just tells a pretty good story about, you know, her her brother nearly drowning and this slave running up and knocking her out of the way. And that was, like, a grave offence. And he was risking his life to save her brother's life from drowning. It was a good, good little story. Um,
1: yeah. Yeah. And explaining, yeah, that saying... Someone do something in action to save a life, uh, Mm. really put into perspective her high living and, you know, how phony it all is, I guess, is her point.
0: Yep. And that she then resolved to be Florence Nightingale. Uh, She's a nurse. You haven't seen it yet because she's not been nursing. Ah. Yeah. Or like whatever they called medics that weren't maesters. I don't know. Whatever. So, yeah, then they have sex. Yeah. (laughs) And I was like, these people really wear a lot of strings, a lot of untying (laughs) going on in this relationship.
1: I think I. Like what made this scene a bit fun because yeah. they're kind of laughing with it, and it's like, I know, yeah.
0: It it <laughs> comes off as a much more organic rather than this big romantic scene to just be kind of fumbly and silly for a moment of all these straps and strings and all this. Yeah, it was a good bit.
1: Well, especially because the strings are swelling in a tacky way, mm-hmm. and like the score, the and the lighting is set to make you think that's how, and that it's a bit clumsy and goofy and just constant. <laughs> Of laces coming undone, yep. <laughs> it is pretty goofy, and they uh, their smiles really give it like yeah. um, a levity. It's, yeah, you know, it feels very human, basically. Yeah,
0: exactly. I thoroughly agree. Um, yeah, but that's that's that one bit of nudity that we have in this episode, and mm. yeah, like I said, it was it was done well. There was a sense of genuine emotion in this,
1: tasteful and yep. fun and yep. meaningful,
0: mm-hmm. very passionate. Mm. Mm. Um, man, that's moving on from that already. Violence.
1: Uh, it was more implied violence yeah. or you you know, see a the lot aftermath of, of violence. We see a lot of
0: bodies. We see the burned bodies of the farm boys. We see uh some some people hanging in the lannister camp i'm not entirely sure what was going on there mm. uh, former guards i guess uh the important part we get is this is the one where you know Arya has uh, taken to the dude and said okay you have to get us out of here and uh the guards they're like well like you said just walk out the gates at midnight but there are guards everywhere and they're like okay I, I guess we just do it and they just walk towards the gates and realize everyone's been nailed to their post mm. um yeah, and that's, again, implied violence. We didn't see any of it, but uh, well, it was effective.
1: Yep. Captain douchebag, uh, yeah, rose to the occasion. Yep. Uh, it was like one of those brutal things that, yeah, once they get closer and you see, oh, fuck.
0: Mm. It's like, oh, wow, that one's like stuffed right up in.
1: Yeah. It does make me wonder how. It happened. <laughs> like,
0: yeah, the physics of this <laughs> raise a lot
1: of questions. How, like,
0: like if there's a spear going up him, and that's what's holding him in place, what's is what's it embedded in? And then how do you do that and have no one notice?
1: Exactly. And yeah, do it several more times. Like we saw at least what six guards mm-hmm. done like this. Like, was one of them just in his own world having a conversation with the other one that was the other way across yeah. the archway?
0: I was about to say, let's assume this is like video game guards that you can like take someone out and they're like, "Ha, who's there?" Ah. <laughs> oh. I guess it's the wind. <laughs> and they just go back to their patrol route. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, cool. Have, as long as you stay hidden long enough.
1: That's it. If you watch the scene again and you look into the bale of hay, you'll see the dude going, a man sits in hay while he waits for the, his cover to just be Just Assassin's
0: Creed. <laughs> I imagine he's doing his own theme music as well, because that amuses me.
1: A dude has a very cool knife next to his wrist.
0: Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, but the dude also gets some pretty good lines. He's a good one-liner of, uh, Help was not promised, only death. He's like, ooh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, yeah, I don't know if you quite caught it, but Ari has been given the chance to name someone, and he'll kill them for her. Uh, So she names himself, and is here like, Stop it! Don't make me name myself. I have to kill myself. Then she's like, eh, "Well, then get us out of here." Like, you don't have no honor. It's like, "Yeah, I don't have any honor." <laughs> yeah, it's a good little bit. I do like he also. He's they. The bit of consistency they've kept is he. He does have that way of talking of you know. Keep calling her a girl.
1: Yeah, you know it does make it weird. Oh, it does. <laughs> but
0: I mean, it tells you that something's up with this guy. Well before we know he has, like, super-duper ass- assassin powers. Mm. And, uh, again, just that consistency I appreciate. When we are talking earlier about Joram being not being consistent, uh, the dude being consistent. The dude abides, as always. And yeah. he abides by the same code throughout. So, well done there.
1: It's another interesting thing with this series, that they took this long to pay it off. Like... Oh, yeah. Yeah, because he becomes a regular in, like, season five. Like, yep. just imagine being, like, for an actor. is like, okay, you get two episodes in season two, mm-hmm. and we'll see you for a recurring role in three years. Bye. Bye.
0: <laughs> yeah, don't change at all. Bye.
1: Uh, a man needs a paycheck in the meantime. <laughs>
0: no.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Does a casting agent have any other leads? <laughs> we got this HBO money. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>
0: yeah Uh, that's just him now everything he is a man will have a big mac meal
1: (laughs) a man can't stop talking like this (laughs) why is a man like this (laughs) a man
0: needs a therapist yeah it could go on uh man let's see that is uh all the violence really again it was all implied so um man let's i'm just having a look through uh any quotable moments you'd like to like to mention
1: Nah, sorry. Yeah, you, you you covered them all. Why yep. am I apologizing for that? Fuck you. <laughs> That's the <laughs> uh, spirit. Just, um, well, even, uh, actually, yeah, they're calling the gods cunts and then coming back to the start of the episode uh, with um, uh, fucking Theon's sister. It's uh, Yara. I Yara. have to remember Yara. as well. It's been a while since we've seen her.
0: Yeah, yeah. I do like that she rides in and then kind of rides around Theon for a little bit. So like, <laughs> she's horsing around. Nah. Nice. <laughs> uh, yeah, but it was... Good, good little back and forth between them. He's all like, I've captured Winterfell. And she's like, yeah, you've captured a a landlocked territory and we're most known for our navy. What are we supposed to do with this? he's Mm. like, but I captured it. It's like, yeah, and we're going to leave. Bye.
1: Just keeping her feet up on the table the whole time, just Mm -hmm. hoeing into food, just holding court on the table. Like, I love her energy here.
0: Oh, yeah, she's super cool here.
1: And just, don't call me a cunt. You're a dumb cunt. You're the dumbest cunt that ever
0: cunted about. (laughs) No, he's got a bit where she's all like, "Uh, don't call me that again, I'm warning you. Go on then, warn me. He's like, (laughs) oh shit. (laughs) That's a bluff being called. Mm. Yeah, it goes on, yes, you're a dumb cunt, you're weak and you're stupid and you're dumb and you're cunty.
1: Yeah, and all this Yeah, going into the great, I actually really liked their conversation, especially when she you know, tries to go with passions, just come home, dude.
0: Yeah, it's all like, (laughs) this is what, you know, you used to cry all the time as a baby, and one night I was like, oh my god, I'm gonna strangle you in your crib. And ah, I,
1: that's right. That was the other of many years, years ago. ago. Here's a story. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> well, this
0: is the first one, so it wasn't tiring yet. Yeah. But it does have just a simple moment of you were crying all night, and then I went basically to strangle you, so I couldn't stand you anymore, and you looked at me and stopped. And I was like, "Ah, mm. And that's when I decided not to murder you in your crib. <laughs> Whether or not she was actually gonna go through with it, who knows? This is Game of Thrones. It could have happened. Mm. might have tended him into a pie. <laughs> Um, then we get you know a bit of the Night's Watch where they rock up with John and It's like, oh, we've got a present for the Lord of Bones. And both you Yumi's went,
1: yep. <laughs> still stupid. Yeah. <laughs> I love how much authority he has here and then just not later. Yeah, I know. Poor, poor little Shao cunt.
0: Yeah. Oh, it's a stretch, but I'll take it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, Mortal Kombat coming into theaters this April. Mm, Looking yeah. for sponsorship dollars.
0: <laughs> I know. I'm curious to see if that's not going to suck.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah.
0: Uh, Fingers crossed, but you know.
1: I have decided it'll be my, I mean, fingers crossed, it'll be my first movie back into theaters since the start of the pandemic.
0: Is that fingers crossed with a K? Hey. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, let's hope. Um, Yeah. So present for Lord of Bones. I will say Lord of Bones has a uh, sword with like deer antler for a hilt. That's very cool. Oh, it's like, yeah. Kind of implies it's, you know, they're making things out of what's around. And so staghorn is, is very commonly used for the handle of knives. Makes sense to make the one the hilt of a, the pommel and hilt of a sword.
1: And yeah, he's, you know, he cares about his collection of bones as well. And mm-hmm. he's like, I've already got crow bones. I don't need more crow bones.
0: No. Yeah, it starts off with all the crows being murdered. But that's a different thing. Blah. I've, I've crossed crows with crows. <laughs> You were meaning, like, the Night's Watch crows, and yeah. I forgot that uh, this whole thing starts off with, you know, Winterfell and all the dead crows, and I literally wrote down, dead crows, actual ones, not Night's Watch, <laughs> just so I could riff on that, and then I stumbled into that exact mistake.
1: I just realised it's also a murdered murder. Oh, nice. <laughs> so, and then after that, we move on to, um, Una? Uh, yeah, Una. Una. Yeah. Una and sorry, you said Yara before, and that kind of got him yeah, in my head. Yeah, anyway.
0: y- Una, Uno, Yana.
1: So, her and Robert having this walk and talk. Do you think it was windier than they were anticipating that day? <laughs> she seems to be struggling with her hair and that scarf.
0: I didn't really notice, but um, yes,
1: <laughs> yeah. Like what? Like you at home and us too. Why not mm. watch this scene again? She's. Doing her very best, and I feel like there's a fair bit of overdubs going on. I think this scene was just slightly too uncomfortably windy.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, it happens out there in production land. So, yeah, you're like, well, sorry, we need the shot, and if the wind dies down, great, but... Eh.
1: Yeah, like Davos says, oh, I can't make any promises for wind.
0: Yes, well, Sir Davos fucks, as always, but we'll get to that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but that's when uh, Rob finds out the Kingslayer's escaped, and he's like, how? And the guy's like, oh, oh, man, this is awkward <laughs> let me tell you it was your mum please don't shoot the messenger because that's me i'm just telling you i'm
1: not making a your mum joke i know i do that a lot yeah but... i know
0: I, I know it's my thing and that's why i really don't want to give this news however
1: genuinely your mum
0: was your mama yeah your mama's so tra- 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 traitorous she released the king's Sly- like no can't even spin it Saws. So bye a lot of people saying bye in this one uh, yeah, there's a nice little back and forth between Robin Catlin. I wrote it down as a potential MVP, but now I can't remember it. So I'm going to remove that uh, front it from the running. Because, mm. I mean, it was good, obviously, but, you know, it wasn't great. Then we uh, swing to, you know, uh, Jim Jam and Brianne, uh and. No, later on, they make a he makes a comment of, "Oh, I bet you couldn't take me in a fair fight," and later on she does.
1: Yeah, that, I felt like there's a lot of foreshadowing in this one as well. Maybe one day, Kingslayer. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe one day.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yep um oh yeah, and this was an interesting bit you see a bit of uh Arya and Tywin Lannister hanging out well not hanging yeah. out but she's in service to him yes that will come up
1: yeah it's one of these things where where I left Arya off and where she is now was just like a I'm like whoa what are you doing what are you fuck I didn't mean to do that sorry <laughs> embrace it <laughs> what
0: are you doing here girl writing that down
1: yeah, because I, I I don't know if I'd forgotten that she had that's what she was escaping from the Lannisters, but there you go.
0: No, you've never really had a context for why uh, you know um, she, hot pie, and that guy were running through the forest. Yeah. Um, I mean, I tried to change their name to Hardly Boys, but I don't quite like it. Nah. <laughs> nah, it's again. I, I wrote it down like that's weak. I'll pitch it. But. I
1: think I think South Park used that pun as well.
0: Oh really? Okay, then I'm definitely not using it. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah,
1: that's when... Oh, I got a clue. All right. Wow, South Park coming up a lot these days. Oh, should we review their Game of Thrones trilogy in reverse order? Sure, why not? <laughs> <laughs> We'd have to do it after we wrap yeah. entirely because, like... we've got
0: to have some ideas what to do post-Thrones. Yeah. When the game begins and we end.
1: Yeah, because I know their, uh, their trilogy of Game of Thrones episodes is mostly based off of Season 1, so... Mm, yes yeah uh, all right Ali,
0: uh, one game at a time
1: <laughs> south of park <laughs>
0: uh but interesting in this bit uh taiwan is all like circle again you'll take care of the defenses and we cut to a guy i'm like oh shit is that meant to be the mountain without a helmet because that is a different actor i think mm. so um yeah i guess maybe they hadn't realized how important it was going to be or they're like look we're very sorry guy currently playing the mountain however we found a bigger dude <laughs> now you're a big dude He's a bigger dude.
1: It's like a uh, an anti-Darth Vader, right? Yeah. Because they had the big dude who couldn't act, Yeah. so then they replaced his voice. Yep. Yeah.
0: With James Earl Jones. And if you can get James Earl Jones, you, you get James Earl
1: Jones. Exactly. Yeah.
0: That's understandable. I, I like to think that was that guy's reaction. What do you mean you replaced me? Oh, you replaced me with James Earl Jones. Oh, that's fine.
1: There. Yeah, cool,
0: <laughs> cool. Can he like record my uh, answering machine message? It's yeah. 1979, so we do that now.
1: Yeah, OG Darth Vader, I altered the deal, prayers, I don't alter it any further!
0: <laughs> I want them found alive! Yeah, obvious. Um, yeah, it's a different dude. Again, I'm pretty sure, I have to double check, I
1: will Unle- Unless there was a, a third Kligane brother.
0: Maybe, but um, I don't think there was, because, ah fuck it, maybe, who the hell knows. Mm. Um, oh yeah, we gotta... <laughs>
1: what comes, like, mountain hound... There's no naming convention here. No, there really isn't.
0: Okay, a guy's big. <laughs> landmass.
1: So dog. Yeah. Okay,
0: okay. Large landmass. Makes sense. He's a really big dude. Mm. That fits. I'm not sure why he's called the Hound. He's vicious like a hound, I guess.
1: Oh, uh, I took that to be like rabbit and mangy.
0: Okay, yeah, also possible. He's like a reservoir dog. Yeah. Um. Well, this, this other brother potentially had a goatee. So, the goat. <laughs> it's the best I got. <laughs> Wasn't even a goatee. I'm just pitching. Mm -hmm. Uh, We'll figure it out. And hell, if it's even a different brother. I don't think it is. Yep. Uh, We then go to Bronn and Tyrion Tyrion having a nice back and forth about how Bronn doesn't want to wear the gold cloak. It was fun because their scenes are always fun. Mostly punctuated by him, uh, Tyrion trying to pronounce the writer of this book's name of like... Chevrolet, 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 Chevron.
1: And Vera's coming in. Ha ah, the great works of Greg. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, that's... Oh, yeah, yeah.
0: Um, not too much for that. It was just...
1: Uh, it, it was a great scene. Like, those guys all play well off each other. Uh, these are just actors acting the fuck out of a good scene right here. And, that yeah, Bron goes back to yeah, cleaning his nails when, you know, the attention is off him a bit.
0: Yeah, well, he's made this big speech about what really happens in a siege because Varys mm. and Tyrion are only reading about them in books, and he's all like, "Nah, what? The reason we killed all the thieves straight off the bat is because the thieves know to steal all the food first, and by the end of the siege, they're the richest men in the kingdom. Yeah, and this whole thing is like, oh, you'll start off, you'll." there's a different bit. There's a bit where Stannis is talking about a siege and is all like, oh, first we ate the horses. That's fine. We're not riding anywhere. Then we ate the cats. Yeah. Don't like cats. So that was fine. Then we ate the dogs. That was sad. Poor puppy. <laughs> then we ate the rats, somehow skipping all like the ducks and everything else that's kind of around. The yeah. chickens. You know.
1: We ate the pigs then. And we were like, why didn't we eat these guys it's much like, earlier? We should have thought of this before the dogs. <laughs> Have you tried bacon? Much better on a uh, pig. This isn't a Stannis voice. What am I doing?
0: (laughs) It's got to be all deep and very kind of serious. I don't know. He's
1: not even like, that's kind of what bugs me about Stannis. He's not really ever a threatening presence. I
0: keep confusing Stannis and uh, Ruse Bolton.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Because
0: they're very similar looking dudes.
1: Yeah, just fucking balding dudes in their early 40s. Yep. Like could honestly be playing a soccer dad coach in another show. Like, Actually, yeah. Yeah, they've just got that balding 40s guide vibe.
0: Or just police procedural.
1: Oh, definitely. Yeah, those are two stars of The Bill waiting to happen.
0: So I haven't thought about The Bill for a very long time, and I'm internally laughing at it. (laughs) My only memory of The Bill is watching one episode where I swear to God, both the police and the, you know, criminals both frequently just went, oh, it's all gone pear shaped. Like, <laughs> how
1: is this dialogue? How has this been running for 40 years? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, my only points of reference are the parodies where yeah. um, I think it was a Martin Malloy sketch. Oh, where cups the- of tea? Yep, there we go.
0: <laughs> yep. Um, uh,
1: and uh, uh, Swede Mason. Get in the back of the van, get in the back of the van, back of the van, <laughs> get in the back of the van. I yeah.
0: love that. If I remember, I will put some in here. Okay. Cool. I much prefer Buttery Biscuit Bass. But you know, back of the van is good.
1: <laughs> I actually found a clip. Uh there was a live Master Chef event or whatever, and those mm. two hosts were there. Yeah. And then it got brought up and then they played the clip for the live audience with them watching along and talking about how much they loved it and everything. Nice. Cool. Yeah.
0: Buttery biscuit bass. Also awesome. Um, yeah. So we then get a little bit of cock talk.
1: What's that? It's this, it's cock, cock talk.
0: talk. Uh because we've got, you know, Tyrion and Cecil Lannister are having a little chat, and she's like, "Do you know why Varys is the most dangerous man in this city? Because mm. he doesn't have a cock." And it's like, "Well, neither do you." But It's <laughs> like, "No, but see, you do, and you have, you do so much thinking with that little thing of yours." He's like, "Well, it's not that little." But up, but
1: Yeah, this real tense relationship that they have that still has room for you know shtick.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, then she's like, "Oh, by the way, I found your whore. Oh, don't worry, the bruises will heal, and I do quite like Tyrion's acting here of." Oh, I don't care about that. And then they, you know, well, bring her in, and it's Roz. And she's like, you done fucked up, but I'm not going to give that away. Yeah. <laughs> Which uh, then kind of bums me out. We don't really see anything else happen with uh, No,
1: not with her. It's like they gave her a little bit of time with Ferris. And like, I was thinking about that, that it kind of feels like they had plans for her that then they walked it back for whatever reason.
0: Yeah, I mean, to be fair, would have just been a bit of tearing, going, "Well, thanks for keeping your mouth there. Don't, you know, shut there. I'm gonna help you out in some way. Oh wait, Joffrey killed you.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. Well, one debt I don't have to repay then. Nice.
1: Oh, maybe it was just the Game of Thrones thing that yeah, she just died because. Yeah, so, people well, what's don't... gonna happen
0: with this? Oh, dead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's it's subversion. It works. Oh, uh, yeah. Another great little quote from that scene is also uh, Tyrion's, Your joy will turn to ashes in your mouth. Mm. Which is interesting because at this point, like, that's the evidence she brings up in his trial of why he poisoned Joffrey. And at this point, he's actually fake threatening her because he, she doesn't know she has the wrong person yeah. that's his lover. Um, so it's interesting. His, his whole, you know, big quote is uh, completely out of context.
1: Mm. No, absolutely. And, um, oh, God. The levels of acting that that dude has to do with that sort of... He has to pretend to pretend to pretend to pretend, and you know, it's Oh just, yeah, uh,
0: layers of <laughs> pretending, so that's always when it's so damn impressive. Um, I will say, because, you know, then he was in the, the video game Destiny, um, where...
1: I heard about <laughs> this!
0: Oh, I didn't know about uh, Dink... Uh, what is it? Dinklebot, yeah. Hmm. <laughs> um, Yeah. Where, uh, basically... Some of his dialogue is fuck awful. And the great example is, uh, that wizard came from the moon. <laughs> and it's like the acting challenge to try and say that without sounding ridiculous. Yeah. It's it's genuinely hard. So if uh, you at home want to give, give it a crack, the line is, that wizard came from the moon, and it's meant to be very serious.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, because I heard all this, and the whole time I was thinking, this is like... <laughs> fucking Tim Curry space levels of fucking dialogue, you know. This is Tim Curry space DLC.
0: Yep. Ah, because I love it. Certainly, I will also be dropping that clip in here.
1: I'm escaping to the one place that hasn't been corrupted by capitalism: space. Wonderful. <laughs> so he mentions he's eating lamprey pie. Was he exaggerating or was like lamprey an actual thing you could eat these days?
0: I don't know what what's a lamprey. I thought he just said lamb.
1: Uh lamprey it kind of looks like this, so like an eel. Oh, oh god. But yeah, yeah, it's mouth there below it is like a uh, Stephen King's The Langoliers.
0: Yeah, wow nice reference yeah for those of you who don't either picture a langolier or if you don't know what that looks like imagine uh a flesh condom with full of teeth <laughs> sorry about that but that's the most accurate description no i assume he's just said lamb
1: Oh right, <laughs> you
0: know something not horrifying that is actually delicious
1: well, because I saw the the pie in question, and it looked like it had very eel like things in it, and All right, you know could these be. people do eat disgusting food. It's right? based off of England, and a disgusting amount of it. Yeah, <laughs> eel pie. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: <laughs> Simpsons references a go go. Yeah. Oh, we got a bit of background in in one person's. Oh, I remember back in the old days. Speech. We find mm. out why Sir Davos is called so- the, the Onion Knight. So it's all when, you know, he, uh, Stannis is going on about the siege of Storm's End mm. and is all like, you know, we we're all starving and having to eat cats and we forgot about the chickens. How do we forget about chickens? <laughs> uh, and then when you rocked up smuggling in onions and the rest, you were we were we every man wanted to kiss you and he's got the right, oh, I'm glad they didn't. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's good. And then he's like, oh, you know, there were other things other than onion. But then because he's the one who brought the onions in, but however, he's still a lowborn man who's the son of a crubber. Mm. Um, They they decided to mock him for it and call him Onion Knight. But I like that he then turned it around and then wears the onion as, as his crest. And he's just, yeah, I'm the Onion Knight, bro. What you to do?
1: Absolutely. And then Stannis, yeah, promises in the position of hand. And it's like, yeah, I'm sure you'll be the first son of a crabber to be in that position. And I'm like, he's the son of a crabber. And he's the hand. Does that make him a claw? Ooh,
0: Maybe. Uh, I also I just kind of like that bit of dialogue just because the way Stannis delivers it it's like he's bigging Davos up He's, you know you're a great man you've been mm. loyal and fantastic for all these years also don't forget you're still the son of a crab fuck you.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like it's just
0: a little bit of a dig and I like it is a bit ambiguous because maybe he didn't mean it like that but I like the sense that he either did or mm. he just stumbled into it accidentally and insulted Davos after praising him. It's it's a good little bit of dialogue. Yeah. Oh man I'm burning through notes here. Yeah. Um, uh,
1: um. Just a yeah. Quick notes on the scenes in the snow with Jon Snow. I just had the <laughs> note walking in a winter barren land, uh, barren winter land. I don't know. Um. Something but also that. when we cut to Ed, Sam from another series, mm-hmm. and uh, a Lego face.
0: And I checked out Sam's teeth this time, and you're right, they are fucked up.
1: <laughs> oh, dude, he's got like what a mouth guard, not just a regular like a boxing. Yeah, person's yeah. Mouth guard full of crap. On I his imagine,
0: teeth. yeah, they just got like an Invisalign and fucked it up and put it yeah. on the actor's teeth because they can speak just fine, but um, it's de- they look awful.
1: <laughs> like maybe this is just to show that they've been away from civilization for a long time. I'm guessing.
0: Uh, no, I think it's just people's teeth were fucked up because there's a bit where Arya is walking through the city earlier, pre- pretending to be Harry, mm. and she comes across some guys who, one guy with a really cut up face, who threatens her. I think he shows up earlier. Uh, and w- the guy next to him has just the worst teeth.
1: <laughs> oh, and he looks like fucking Jaws from Bond. Like. Yeah, except
0: in- instead of metal, you put on grime. Yeah. <laughs> like, you found something under the sink and just smeared that over his teeth. It's hideous. <laughs> it's effective. Yeah. But yeah, fair enough. They didn't have a lot of dental care. But I do like, the. the at some point, like, okay, well, it turns out Sam's actually pretty important. We want to do some close-ups. We don't want people to throw up, so can we <laughs> lose the, the, the grime
1: off his teeth, please? Yeah. And this is the scene as well where he finds the dragon glass.
0: Yes, important moment. I do like they're just digging full of latrines and find it completely by
1: chance. I almost shit on this.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. That. That's about all of that. Yeah. <laughs> so thank God they needed to shit, because otherwise whole war could have gone differently.
1: <laughs> so many wars have been determined by people's need to shit. I don't uh, know. <laughs> uh, yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean. There's a lot that just happens by random chance. World War One happened because uh, someone broke down in front of a sandwich shop. Ah, yeah, longer story than that, but that's the short version. <laughs> um, yeah, I think I'm out of notes. Well, then, okay, my last one is we move to Maester Carl Baron, who's oh, yeah. like, you know, heard how Bran and Rickon were burned, and looks at the bodies, is like were they? I don't know. Maybe I can't figure out, I can't tell if he's figuring it out or if he's keeping the secret and he already knows at this point, mm. but he notices the only adult sneaking food and he's all like, ah, and then we go down to the catacombs and reveal they are in fact alive, which, you know, for you is not a reveal, but this is where the audience yeah. found out.
1: Ah, uh, I'm still hanging for the day where I see Brown get himself crippled. Like, ah, uh, <laughs> oh, dude, you're going to be waiting. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it was a good little bit where, you know, uh, the only adult thinks they're sleeping so it's like no i'm not going to tell them these farmer boys died for the because of they couldn't find the actual brand Bran rick on themselves that'll brand will blame himself and he's actually awake and it's like oh that's depressing mm. but more importantly goddamn it long night because we mentioned this way 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 back that Rickon would have been buried in these catacombs after he died and it would have been horrifying if his corpse was one of the ones that broke out of the um tombs oh. and tried to attack Sansa or something like that because he would be there and also that would double down on theme because this is where they originally hid uh, for safety dur- when Theon took over mm. and so a great twist like turning on on its head the place where he's hid for safety becomes a place where he attacks his own family with it because he's now a ice zombie and it just would have been a great example of turning everything you loved on its head and just ruining your life through just everything becoming a, a, an evil version of itself.
1: God damn it, Long Knight. How much more do you need to suck? <laughs> well, yeah, from a logistical standpoint, I imagine anyone who's died in Game of Thrones by that point could really name their price and also if they had to spend a day in white walker makeup i'm sure they'd throw down for extra don't but get you do it <laughs> but yeah i mean they've also got game of thrones money at this point like yeah. yeah also
0: Rickon, i think got one scene in that season uh the last season he was in where the one oh when, yeah when he runs and doesn't understand how to zigzag <laughs>
1: um
0: i think i mean as far as i remember that's the only scene he gets Um, so why not give him a second one in Dark Knight, uh, Dark Knight, Long Knight or Dark Knight, whatever um, and actually, you know, tie things together, give it a theme, give it a sense of weight and purpose and how terrifying that moment would have been of, oh shit
1: Yeah, because unfortunately for all the years of hype that this show like, it just did feel like a b-grade zombie story
0: (laughs) yeah the very end it's just mm. so and and, hey guy who defends the visuals of long night this is one you don't have to worry about because this was in script not in visuals (laughs) also fuck you
1: yeah that's it we didn't need like a 4k tv doesn't fix story problems (laughs) yeah exactly
0: or does it sponsor us Sony. uh but yeah that puts me out of notes how about you i'm out of notes Alright, well if that puts you out of notes, that put me out of notes, then we must ask our final question. How did we get
1: here? Well, uh, Melissa Birdies over the lands told me that the next episode will be called A Man Without Honour. That is so many people in yeah. this show. Yeah,
0: that didn't narrow shit down. Um, I bite my own. Did
1: I write this wrong? Is it men without, like, it's, the only person who has honour is Hot Pie.
0: Yeah, pretty much Hot Pie and maybe Sir Davos, and that's about it. Mm. And, uh, yeah.
1: Yeah. So, so it'll be
0: the story entirely about Hot Pie and Sir Dowels.
1: Yeah, this is just about the men in this show.
0: <laughs> yeah, I guess. No women whatsoever. <laughs> um, yeah, well, we'll find out next time. But until then, I've been BT Callaway, that's been LJ O'Neal. Goodbye. And for now our watch has ended.
1: The hive haven't been on Earth in centuries. That wizard came from the moon.